Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk about the return of sports and top 10 quarterbacks. Coming up on the Back Row Fantasy Show, starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Hello. Welcome to another edition. Good morning. That intro made it sound like I'm Brian Hux. Hello. Yeah, you're a very, very disappointing version of Brian Hux. Yeah. You don't even have a beard. You're a you can't even grow a beard. A beardless. That's actually true. I can't. Beardless version. I, you don't have. You don't have to explain that. You like, yell a lot. Arms. I know. You yell so much. I also drink a lot. Are you back <laughs> on the, the sauce? The, the sauce. Yeah. The, the roids. No, the sauce. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Thank you again for joining. Don't ever let a man who drinks Michelob Ultra yell at you. Talk to him woman to woman. Thank you again for joining the Back Row Fantasy Show. This evening we have a fine spectacle of a podcast for you where we talk about quarterbacks and we also talk about the return of the MLB, the Major League Baseball, and we also talk about the National Basketball Association return. Oh my God, just can you get it more exciting and not as boring? Sure. We're going to talk about the National Basketball Association. We're talking about sports coming back and how it's going to look. Is that better? Sure. Okay. Anyways, welcome back. It's going to be a short one. We've got lots of things to do tonight. Lots of stuff on the docket. And guess what? We still have no fucking sports. Coming, though. Oh. It's coming. Oh. Baseball opening bay or opening bay opening day opening before anyone else opening day is projected to be July twenty third or twenty fourth. Yeah, with the sixty game season. Well, you know, typically I hate baseball, but for once in my entire thirty nine year <laughs> life, I am excited. I might watch all freaking sixty games of the Reds. They're going to be out of it by game uh, twenty. We understand that, that. I'm not that excited. But I mean, it's, listen, I've been saying for years, baseball is the game is too long. And the season is too long. That's correct. Which I, I think 160 agree. or 180. I mean, it's it's ridiculously long season. It's like a third of the season, and the way they're going to do it is they're going to do a 60 game season with 40 te- 40 games in division. So uh, each division has five teams. So you play each team ten times, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the, so if you're the uh, let's say the NL Central, you'll play the NL Central a total of your 40 games. Then you'll play the AL Central. Okay. Yeah, they're 20. And that's how they're going to do their seating. I like that. I mean, I, I think they're doing this right. I know that, I agree. that it's a mixed bag on opinions, but I feel like they're doing it correctly. I really do. From my understand, understanding, they're going to do um, basically the same playoff format. And so it'll be business as usual whenever the playoffs come around. Right. Which I don't mind that. I don't either. I don't mind it at all. And, and I really am. You know what? I'm full of shit. I'm saying I'm excited and I'll probably watch baseball, but I'm going to be completely honest with you folks. I'm probably not. I'll watch a little I bit. I probably won't. Side, I will. I'll I usually watch, watch the World Series. That's it. Yeah. Everybody watches a little bit of it. Not really. Not me. I will, I'll watch an inning of the game and I'll be like, yeah, this is the reason I don't watch baseball. <laughs> live, you know, take me out to the ball game. Hell yeah. It's On so TV. different when you're live. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of fun when you're at the stadium. Feed me some popcorn and Cracker Jacks. I agree. I mean, it, it is a if you, if you're a guy, and I am not a baseball guy. I just want to 100% clarify, I am a sports guy. Mm-hmm. Baseball is something I occasionally catch. Um, but if you have the opportunity to to go to a live baseball game, go. I don't care if you hate it on TV or not. Go. Yeah, it's fun. You you, you probably will enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good time. I mean, fourteen dollar beers are spectacular. Mm. They don't taste better. It's just, not as good as seven dollar popcorn. Seven dollar popcorn. It really hits the spot. It hits the spot. It does. Those kernels get stuck in your teeth, and it's like, it's just different. You can tell there's seven dollar kernels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. But it's only like the four four dollar butter, though. Yeah. That's the the thing that sucks. Like four dollar popcorn butter, but like seven dollar popcorn kernels. I mean, all all the stuff came from the Dollar Tree, but when they put it in their popcorn, oh yeah, oh yeah, much better. Yeah, it's, it's just you can so taste better. the atmosphere in it. You, you can, can taste the baseball. Yeah. It, it tastes like like pine tar and spit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when you eat it's an ice cream sundae out of a mini helmet, 
feels like you're playing the game. Oh, feels like that's the, your helmet. Although I will tell you something that is cool that most uh, most professional baseball stadiums do. If you bring your child there for the first time, they'll give them the uh, first game certificate. Really? Yeah, and they'll give them a, yeah. si- a signed, uh, typically a signed uh, like player card, but it's not like a card. It's like a big picture of the player with some stats and stuff on it. That's, that was kind of cool. One of my favorites is, cool. is Diamond Dog Night. Super fucking cheap hot dogs all night. Freaking sorry. I mean, it's like no, four, you're good. it's like forty two dollars to get in, but you know it's totally worth ten cents for the hot dog. Oh yeah, well, it yeah. depends. I if mean, they if they play I mean, the Padres, it's like four dollars and twenty cents to get in. It, yeah, if if you're playing uh, Diamondbacks, did you, know, you just specifically pick four twenty? I want to know, I know why the exact dollar amount <laughs> we went with there. I was trying to see if anyone else caught that. PJ, thanks for ruining. Yeah, no, it. Uh, maybe if we played uh, the Rockies. Colorado. Right, right. So yeah, no, but I'm not. All jokes aside, if if you wait till your team's out of contention, you can watch baseball live for like six bucks. Oh yeah, serious is oh, hard yeah. tax. Six bucks with taxes and everything, totally worth it. Absolutely worth it. Even if you know they're not going anywhere, it's still worth it. Yeah, not it, to mention the other team could be in the playoffs, and you can get slightly tuned up on your way to the stadium, right? And what was that? That was my phone, and I just realized wow. I have the sound on. I'm so wow. sorry. Thanks wow. for ruining this wow. podcast. Just, just, scrap, just, just cancel it. I heard wow. it, and I was like, oh, my God. Listen, that's the equivalent of us being at my daughter's dance recital, the daughter that I don't have, and your phone going off. <laughs> Why would I be at your daughter's dance recital? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> a really good question. <laughs> I do not. I'm hey, anyhow. <sighs> so um, there is another thing that's going to happen soon. The NBA. PJ's going to my daughter's dance recital. <laughs> what the deuce? The so the NBA is coming back. That's what I'm excited about. I I'm pretty excited with that as well. Um, so the format for that: 22 teams returning to uh to start play on July 30th. So we're going to have two sports at the same time. I mean, we went with, went with none to two, which is a big we plus. got we got the UFC, and if you want to count WWE <laughs> as a sport. Yeah, yeah usually we got a WWE wrestler tested uh, positive for coronavirus. That shit's over. Yeah, but UFC did te- that happen? Yeah. Who? I don't know. Oh. I didn't actually click into the article because I don't care. Uh. UFC stayed open through the whole coronavirus thing. Though. Yeah, but they they've bought- been doing some wicked. They canceled one event. I, they did. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah, but I mean, like they for the most part that they stayed open, bought a private island and was able to. I think yeah. the private island's new, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's coming up, or maybe yeah. maybe that's tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? Oh, is I thought I, I thought the place that they were doing everything was just called Fight Island. Like I thought that was the island they bought and was just hosting but, all the events at. So well, nobody yeah, got it hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, look at me misinformed on sports like usual. <laughs> well, you know, our last show you were talking about Mario. So, so, so one interesting thing about the uh, the NBA Finals, um, or the NBA, excuse me, the play in playoffs. Is that the East only has nine teams, <laughs> and but there's 22 teams playing. So apparently there's so many there's teams that are so far out of it in the in the Eastern Conference that they're just like, no, nah, no, nah, bro, you're done. Like just right. tough shit. You're not going to play. Um, once they do, from my understanding, it's like a some sort of a round robin. The eighth and ninth seed. Um, if the eighth seed is four games ahead of the ninth seed, uh, the eighth seed. They're automatically playing the one seed. Okay, so it's a sixteen game or sixteen um, eight eight and eight, sixteen of these, sixteen in the west. Okay, but if the eighth and ninth are within four games, the eighth has to win one game, and they're in to play the uh, the one seed. The ninth seed has to win two games, and they're in. Hmm. So I, I do find that kind of an odd twist. So the I agree. between the eighth and ninth, the eighth one game they're in, the ninth has to win two games. So so me not really being a sports guy, is there any way around that? Like, could they do anything differently to better that situation? Um, yeah, be ahead by more than four games. Okay, I well, mean that's it. I mean, it, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. If if the eighth. If the team with the eighth best record in this conference is more than four games ahead of the team with the ninth best, no. What I mean is like on on the on the NBA side. You said this was NBA, right? Yes. Okay, so on the NBA side, like, could they change the rules any differently so that it wasn't that way? Because you said it was kind of a weird twist. It's it's a weird twist because I've never seen this before. If I'm the eighth seed and I'm three games ahead of the ninth seed, I'm the eighth best team. Right. 
So they're they're trying to eliminate the potential. Well, this team happened to play the Lakers, you know, one more time, or or you know, they played just for instance two two Le- the eighth team played uh, two LeBron rest games, and the ninth ninth team played LeBron full health all three times. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So that that's how they're uh, trying to eliminate it. So if they're really equal. Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird thing, but I'm just glad it's back. Yeah, I agree. And then of course the playoffs are playoffs. They're expecting to uh, to go th- up to October on the playoffs. So NBA draft lottery is set to be August 25th. I just hope it sustains. I just want it to sustain. I just want it to go on. I don't want to like play two or three games and then nothing. Well, they're you know? supposed to all meet in what, Orlando? <clears throat> I believe it's Orlando. They're all supposed to basically meet and uh, more or less be off, like secluded from everybody with a lot of, like, guys, this is what we're doing. Now, this will be interesting to me just from the aspect of, you know, you don't have a lot of exposure. Like, you, you got to think, there are some great athletes that get in trouble. They're great athletes that have subpar games because – they were out at the bar too late. Yeah. I mean, it, it does happen. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter the sport. I mean, the Raiders had, um, were missing their center in a Super Bowl. Their starting freaking center was not there for a super, the Super Bowl. Too much to drink the night before? Yeah. I don't remember. I, I think Did it they was, ever come out and say, or? no, I think I want to say he just MIA. He had, he had some, uh, some mental health issues. But like that kind of stuff happens. You take away the temptations of going out to the bar. You know, you're going to eliminate some potential, uh, some potential hazards, some potential. Oh, I was, I'm sick and I'm not feeling well. People get hung over celebrating a win. Yeah, that shit. I mean, it really does happen. Yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting to see if, like the the cream truly does rise and the best teams truly do win because we're also going to be looking at this from a very limited injury standpoint too. This isn't you know an 82 game season to where somebody's you know they're they're hurting because you know they played 82 games. They, there's a huge rest. There's a lot of guys that are come back fully healthy. We're going to in theory see the best of the best at their best. So I'll definitely be tuning in this season then. Yeah, it's going it's going to be interesting. At least once, in my opinion, once the playoffs hit. Yeah. Bark. Wow. Well, actually, I want to talk about quarterbacks i want to talk about quarterback rankings i want to talk about this chris sims top 40 quarterback countdown on twitter this is great and i want to talk about our top 10 quarterbacks because i'm just confused why the hell is cam newton number 10 and chris sims top 40 quarterback countdown what the hell lower out he's not on a team he doesn't have a team not only does he not have a team Unless it's the Patriots that bring him in, he's probably not starting. The guy... There's literally, what, five teams he starts for walking in? Maybe. Uh, Like, Raiders fan, him and Carr will be a competition. Like, yeah, he might win, but it'll be a competition. I I mean, who else? The Pats? Miami? No. Miami drafted two of them. I understand that. Well, but, yeah, yeah. But, if he walked in, yeah, yeah he'd he, be okay. You're right. He'd be he'd be in the conversation. I don't think he. I I think they they're ready to just say, all right, Burrow, there you go, bud. They, I mean, they have no desire to put him in Cincy. No, there's you not. Know what I mean? There's uh, really no teams. That, Jacksonville, maybe, maybe. But I mean, they're probably not going to do it. Like, you don't draft a quarterback this year whenever you're in position to, you know, move up to get a quarterback. If the Lions were serious about trading Matt Stafford, maybe you have a connection there. If the Lions trade Matt Stafford to the Patriots, I get it. Right. right? But hmm. I thought, did we make connection there? Did we do something? It makes a lot of sense. That makes more sense to me than Cam going to the Patriots. We're just talking systematic fit. That's it. Right. That's it. Because I think the Lions do want to run the ball more. I think so, too. And I think that— uh, Cam would be a good way to do that. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Stafford would be pretty damn good on and, the Patriots. I don't know if that offense would be high-flying because I don't know if they have the weapons, but, I mean, it would be it would be interesting. It would be efficient. be interesting. It would be efficient. I, I think that, um, you know, the combination of DeAndre Swift, Carrion Johnson, Cam Newton. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, I mean, <clears throat> really only one 
quote and quote unquote lock on guy. I mean, you want to talk about someone who uh, that might boost Hawkinson's value. You know, Cam had a tendency to lock on Greg. Yeah, Olson. Greg Olson. Yeah, interesting. Maybe the Niners run first team if Garoppolo <laughs> falters. You got a Cam sitting there. You sign him mid season if they're faltering a little bit. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I and I'm not like christening Jimmy Garoppolo, and you. Anyone who's listened to the show for long enough, they, they know my feelings with Cam Newton as a passer. Um, I, I think that you have to have a better passer because your run team, you, you know, run game is that strong. You have to have someone who's just a better passer. I yeah. think Jimmy G's fine. I just don't think the, the offense is conducive to his success fantasy-wise. I still don't think the Bears are in any better of a position with Foles than they were Mitch Trubisky. I agree. I mean, Cam Newton would be. I mean, one of, one of these three uh, people we're talking about have a Super Bowl ring, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you could technically move Nick Foles in that contract, which they acquired him, I know they just got him. Why not Cam Newton? I they got Nick Foles before Cam Newton was available, I believe. I don't know. I think they did. I don't think so. Maybe not. I don't think so. I think you're wrong on that one. But the Bears, wouldn't the Bears be a lot better? Also, a team that would like to run the ball. They would love to run the ball. Cam I mean, the, the the history of the Bears, just they want to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, the what? Who, name the greatest Bears receiver of all time. The greatest Bears. <laughs> God. That's my point. Allen Robinson. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Gail, no. What was Gail Sayers? Running back. Oh, how did you? How dare you? Can you edit sorry, that out? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was one of those moments. Um, like ser- No, seriously, though. The greatest Bears receiver. I mean, Marty Booker's in the conversation. Probably. Isn't that sad? Alshon Jeffrey was solid. Alshon, for Brandon from, Marshall. For a what? Not very long. Brandon Marshall it might seriously be a top five all-time Bears receiver. We do got a guy by the name of Johnny Morris. I don't know who that is. 1958, Johnny Morris. Oh, it's great. Before, it, Alshon Jeffries, their number three. Is that before they had the forward pass in 1958? Man. Number three. Alshon Jeffries, number three in receiving yards all time. Who's number two? Rashad Salam? Harlan Hill from That's 1954. Guys, we never would have heard of. Walter Payton's number four, if that tells you anything. Receiving yards all time for the Bears. Yep. No, wow, what a conversation this is. Curtis Conway. Remember Curtis no. Conway? I remember Curtis Conway. I don't. 1993. Like I feel like Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marty Marshall, Booker. and Marty Booker are like Matt three Forte's of the top up there. <laughs> We're talking receivers. I know. Receivers. But receiving yards all time. It, it's it's interesting. Bobby Ingram. It's an interesting list of players. It really is. Johnny Knox. Like whenever we're talking, so what? Are we, in the top six, we named three running backs, two running backs. That's crazy. And one, I mean, when one of, one of the running backs we're naming as one of your top all time receivers, not that he was bad, but Matt Forte. Matt, For, it's just, Matt just, Forte has less than a snowball's chance in hell of making the Hall of Fame. Is there an NFL team with a less decorated number no, one receiver God, of all no. time? They don't have. They don't have Hall of Fame potential. That's crazy to me. Like I, Alshon coming in, I think had Hall of Fame potential, but he never he got hurt too many times and he never lived up to it. Wow, that is crazy. And it only took him what 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. He wasn't minutes. a Bears entire five, career. Five, he, no, but five seasons is all it took to become their number three wide receiver of all time yardage wise. Incredible. That's nuts. But let's also look. I, mean, I didn't intend for the to go down the street like the bears kind of have been devoid of a quality quarterback a, a true quality there's, quarterback. yeah there's what who's uh jay mcmahon or jay cutler um jay cutler oh, and jesus uh, Christ, jim mcmahon jim mcmahon yeah they're probably they're, you said jay and i'm like jay well, shane no it's well not. i mean I, I saw a meme the other day like well not a meme i saw something the other day that was uh their best their best players of all time and jay cutler was there he was a part of that. Smoking so, freaking Jay Cuddy. Smoking Jay Cuddy. Okay, so this is going to be a chopped up recording because things just haven't went well. If you got kids, you know what I'm talking about. But we were talking about top 10 quarterbacks in the league now, but we're going to change gears a little and go to this discussion that happened on the break. You won't know there's a break. You're just going to hear different conversations. But Arms is talking... Uh, Arms and PJ have been talking where Pat Mahomes ranks all time in a vacuum right now. Whenever I say in a vacuum, like 
It's like the same a, offense. It's the same, it's the same right? defense. And a Dyson. And we're yes. saying no, not scheme, nothing. We're saying I want this skill and accuracy and decision-making. That's all we're going off of. Right. I mean, we can go with audibles too, right? Because all the guys who are going to be in this conversation. What's the Peyton Manning audible? Omaha! Omaha. Omaha! He's, he's got a lot of them. But. So I said Mahomes, and this is the earliest I've ever put somebody there. But I think he's top 10 all time. I got him top 15 just because he brings. Honestly, he's a level above what we've ever seen. As far as skill. And we were, that's reco- what we about. recognition and his seven awareness on Madden. Madden. <laughs> he's just he's just a different animal, and if he just stays on that pace, he will be maybe not based on rings. We might not be able to call him the goat. But as far as like the most talented quarterback that ever played the game, it will be Patrick Mahomes if he stays on that's track. That's exactly what we had said and during will, the break. And it's very possible all it takes. All it's going to take is a handful of rings. If he gets four more even and keeps up yeah, this level of play, the GOAT. He's in LeBron James territory. Yeah, we basically said he was the LeBron James of NFL at this point. Yeah. Because right now, the argument with LeBron James is he's not the GOAT. Because Brady's he, Jordan. Because he hasn't passed Jordan. Right. Brady's right. Jordan. But, but Brady's mm. is Brady Jordan, though. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah. Very, so, so if we're gonna say Brady's Jordan rings, okay, okay, no, no, I'm not point. No, 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 Brady's Bill Russell. Brady's Jordan. Okay. I, I, when, Russell, when it when it comes down to it, like Bill if you Russell want to talk has, Mahomes oh, and Brady, it's LeBron and Jordan. Brady is Bird. <laughs> it's still a solid argument, right? Yeah. But here's fact: Bird is the word. Bup, 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 bup. Dad jokes. Uh, but, but, that was a really good one, though. I, love, I actually love that song. Anyways, no, so, like, it doesn't matter who you have on on your, your Rushmore. Like, Patrick Holmes is coming for them. Oh, yeah. And ah, we're, yeah. we're seeing a, a different level of game from a guy. Like, he does things that we see a guy do one of them. In like, his career. Yeah, like, what, you were talking about uh, Favre. I have yeah, Favre, yeah. you know, like top seven-ish quarterback of all time. Top ten. So, you know, Favre, he, he did this underhand pass all the time, this sidearm underhand ten and yards. And Mahomes can do it ten. in a bullet fashion. But he can do it looking away. And looking away. That, like, that's the thing. Like, the stuff that the some of the greatest of all time ever did, Mahomes makes it look just Easy. effortless. And he's young. There we go. And he's, he's and played he's what, already three got, seasons? He's already got the ring. And listen, I'm a Raiders fan, and that's my division. But I'm not going to sit here and despise Patrick Mahomes if he ends up with eight rings. How could you? And, he's also a very likable kid. And you know what? I'm, and he sounds like Kermit the goddamn frog. But just, I haven't heard that as much as like it's a little exaggerated. It sounds a little, I, mean, I don't. I think it's exaggerated. It sounds yeah. a little like this. It's a okay, little, maybe it's a, a little, tiny bit. It's yeah. a little exaggerated. Uh, no, but what's not to like about the kid? He's an awesome guy, and you know what? He already won a ring, super young. Like it? Can we be real? If Ben Roethlisberger had five, with the stats he's put up with projecting him out for a you know an, ex- an extra five years, we'll be making the argument that Ben Roethlisberger's right there as Brady. Well, yeah. Roethlisberger is, uh, <laughs> I mean, currently he's he's one of the best pure pocket passers we've yeah. seen, but he doesn't have the hardware to put him in the conversation. There we go. It's that simple. Exactly. I mean, Dan Marino with the hardware that, that would That's be, actually where I was going with this. But Dan Marino don't have any hardware. You got Marino, you got um, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was good. I mean, they made it to the dance. They just didn't win it. Yeah. You know, I mean, these guys... Makes them fall a little short, no matter how talented they were. At least yeah. Patty Mahomes will never fall into that bracket. There we He'll go. He'll never be Marino. Yes. He'll, he'll, he's destined to be greater than anyone. Brady's the only guy ahead of him, in my opinion. Joe Montana. Montana, 
I, Montana I was a god. I don't think Montana. Like I put Montana in the my top ten out of a courtesy because I think Steve Young's a better quarterback than he was. I was getting ready to say something similar. Like Jim Montana was fantastic. He was he was clutch, but he was like a perfect quarterback for that system at that time. Yeah. Well, I mean, he played really well in the Chiefs too. Like he's a great quarterback. He's one of the all time greats. But it is a courtesy. To, who was coaching the Chiefs as, whenever he went to the Chiefs? To, like, oh no, I know. But as talented as talented as as uh, Montana was, nothing popped off the page about him except his, for his three Hall of Fame receivers. His will. He had the will. His three Hall of Fame receivers. Is that Joe Montana had heart? Like you know what I, I mean? I get it. Like in four Super Bowl rings. But as far as like, if we're talking pure talent. Montana was other than Notre Dame and or Niners fans like Chris Asbell, which is both. Who have you ever heard say Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback of all time? Just a handful of sportscasters. Stephen A. Smith before Tom Brady became. I don't know, like you literally, know. but but not nowhere near the majority. Right, like Peyton Manning with two That's rings. True. Manning with two rings past Montana. John Elway with two rings. For a lot of people, past Montana. John Elway now, was keep, one of the best keep, passers of all time. And mobile. Yeah. So John Elway was truly one of the first, like, the first GOAT-type uh, dual-threat quarterbacks. Yeah. John John Elway just gets a little bit forgotten about. Just because, I mean, you know, we've had so many years of the NFL that there's a lot of guys that just, they're just dropping down that list. When just Elway retired, to be he was what? About. Second all-time in damn near every statistical uh, passing category. So. Yeah, he doesn't really get talked about as much as Brady, Montana. Should. He should. But he, he don't. really should. But, I he, think but ten, he don't. Dan ten, Marino's fallen into obscurity a little bit, too. Yeah, which is disappointing because it's just, Marino it just happens, was, you know? was seasons above second place oh, when yeah. he retired. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that, kind of, that kind of stuff happens a lot no matter – what yeah. you're doing it with though like Meantime, it could be sports it could be music you could be talking about actresses and actors yeah. like after somebody quits that job and you start getting all these new faces and doing better things every time they do slowly we, fall down that list well and you got to think about the generation so my father-in-law watched jim brown play swears to this day he's never seen anyone run the ball better I, now and, jim brown and, and is, i don't i don't disagree no but i never saw him play we never saw him play that's what happens when you when you get past some generations like we didn't see so, this generation now that watches football like they they didn't see Marino. They didn't watch Elway. They didn't, you know, I'm talking 30 and under. They didn't see these guys. So they're the right. the public opinion of those are going to slowly fade just like Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain was a I want to cuss him. I mean, was 50, a, like 50 point seasons animal. But but no, you know, not that many people alive watched Wilt Chamberlain play. So he's just going to kind of continue to go down, the, go down the the pecking order a little bit. Fade and fade and fade. F -f -f fade. I mean, one thing he did great: have sex with random women. Wilt Chamberlain claimed to have slept with over ten thousand women during his NBA career. I mean, back in those days, he what? probably did. You know, heck he probably yeah. did. There was a rapper who. I want to say it was back in March. He said that he had already slept with 2,000 women this year, and by the end of the year, he hopes to have slept with about 10,000. Yeah. I feel like I, at that I, point— listen, I'm just going to go ahead and call bullshit like, on his claim. Yeah, I was going to say, at that point, You're does it even work anymore? Especially if his name's 6'9". You're shooting blanks. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> does it even work anymore? Six, yeah, definitely not happening with 6'9". No. Yeah, and uh, different story for a different day. Different podcast for different, a different day. Different, different podcast. Anyhow, so we're going to talk about these top 10. So, so top 10, top 10, top 10. So I'm going to, I'll go down. I'll start with my 10. All right. Um, probably, it, it, my 10 is already debatable. As now, this is, this is 2020. Yes. This is fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy 2020. 2020. We're, not, we're not talking about NFL 2020. We're not talking about playoff potential. We're talking about merely. Fantasy production. We're we're looking at full um, full point PPR, which doesn't matter for quarterbacks. Uh, we do what quarter point of reception, but it really doesn't matter whenever we're talking. Yeah, we can talk. I mean, it's it's in general. I mean, when you look at the finishes year to year, you can switch league formats, and they're close. There's a couple yes. that just you know. I will also uh, go as far as letting you know that our quarterbacks have the same rushing touchdowns as, or excuse me, rushing points as our running backs. And our quarterbacks do, in my particular league format, have six points per touchdown. Okay? 
um, it should equal out really damn close if even if you do the four point right. method. Um, my number ten is Kirk Cousins. Okay, he he's not um, not rebuilding with his receiving core. I feel like he's reloading. Uh, Diggs, what one? to 1,000 yard receiving seasons. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jefferson is going to be a 1,100, 1,200-yard receiver because I don't believe he is season one. But I do think Irv Smith takes enough of a step forward to, and Justin Jefferson does have enough of an impact. I think Adam Thielen is a top five season-long guy, maybe even pushing Michael Thomas for number one. Um I think the combination, I, I think Dalvin figures it out, right? I think they, they end up with a, a contract agreement, and it gives Kirk Cousin enough to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. Okay. I'm I'm going to go Josh Allen, actually. Uh, Josh Allen in our league formats finished 12th. I think he takes just enough of a step up, and he's got Stephon Diggs. I like him as a top 10 quarterback this year. And honestly, looking around the league, you know, Drew Brees was in consideration there for me, but I'm going to peg him at 11. I just think that Josh Allen, with his running ability, with Stefan Diggs, with that Buffalo Bills team in that division against the weaker Patriots, I like Josh Allen to, to finish in the top 10 in fantasy points this year. I, I think this is that year for Josh Allen where he puts it together and people are like, okay, okay, let's stop doubting him. I'm going to stop. Stop you right there, and no, you're not, and 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 not tell you that you're wrong about Josh Allen being in the top ten. I'm going to tell you you're too low on Josh Allen. In the oh, it's 10. possible, but but it's so mix and match. The I know. Back half well, of the well, top 10. Yeah, I mean, from what six to twelve, I could probably six, maybe even fourteen. I could see any of them being interchangeable. Now, if you, since you're not the biggest football watcher, if you want to. Throw in your top ten and use completely fake names. That would be fun. Okay. Who's your number ten? John Smith. Okay. John Smith. Great, great call. Yeah. I mean, with his seven awareness, like, dude is definitely going places. Um, he does have that seven awareness. And he probably yeah. has ninety nine speed or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Our, my number nine. Number nine. <laughs> my number nine's Breeze. Uh, Breeze. Obviously, we got MT. Obviously, we got Kamara. Right. Right. Just the addition of Emmanuel Sanders. Breeze actually might go from nine to three. You know what I mean? He he has the potential to be that ultimate steal because he's old. Well, I mean, there's no secret about his age. He's aged. But and, and he he fell off last year. We can all agree on that. Well, yeah, he should. He's forty something. Exactly. I mean, it makes it makes exactly. perfect sense. But there's a I mean a tremendous amount of talent on that team. Uh, two at least two of his players don't have to be deep. Actually, three of his players don't have to be deep, and three of his best can just like. Get the ball anywhere and break it. I mean, I know Michael Thomas is more of a go up and get it kind of guy, but right. like he can score from anywhere on the field. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders can do the same. Alvin Kamara, like Latavius Murray, he has the best, probably best overall package, you know, offensive skill talent around him. I, I love Breeze. I, I would, I, I, he could be one, two, or three. I get it. I don't think he's going to uh, unseat number one, but I could easily see him be a two or three. But I'm comfortable with with him at nine, even with his his age regression. Well, nine. I'm I'm gonna throw an unpopular one in there. I again is it I, Derek Carr? No, I no. It's not that um. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> but you know, people is Jordan Haskins. People starting to would you stop. People start writing folks off. Baker Mayfield's not gonna be wrote off. I Baker, almost had him there. Baker, almost had him Baker, at Baker 10, Mayfield actually. at nine. I mean, he's it's there's a such thing as uh Sophomore third year yep. third year breakout for quarterbacks too. So Baker Mayfield. I have no doubts about his passion, his ability. He throws a pretty ball. I, I think Baker Mayfield is going to be fine. He comes in at number nine for me. You know, it's great. So we actually Josh talk- Allen, Baker Mayfield. I, we got, talked guys, about I'm looking Mayfield to for a minute, didn't we? we? Did, yeah. So Mayfield has, and we were actually talking about uh, his leadership ability, good and bad, right? When Baker Mayfield's motivated, he is one of the best motivators in the league. Yep. Allah Drew Brees. Allah. We, that's, we talked about him a lot, uh, Mayfield's rookie year. So, on the downside, Mayfield is also a motivator in the, in the negative sense. Like yeah, he if, can be. If he's, not, yeah. if he's not motivated, neither are you. Right. Like he, he, does, he has such a sway on his team. And I think that his down season is going to be such a boon for both Baker Mayfield Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, 
you know, I mean, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Kareem. I think I, th- I honestly I agree with you. I, I don't have him there because I have some guys I'm more confident in, but I think May- Mayfield could have a phenomenal season. I think he could too. I think I think like, it's I, I highly love, possible. I love Mayfield this year. I do. I too. think it's likely. I think he. This is the one of the first times in a long time he's kind of been humbled. Right. So who you got at number nine? Terrence Sweetwater. Terrence Sweetwater. Terrence Sweetwater. Mm-hmm. Some sticker um, on the fridge. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, slightly better than John Smith. Um, I think he he could really go places if you put him on your team. So is there yeah. a particular reason why? Oh, you know. He's good at the game. Oh, all right. He's good at, he's good at the <laughs> game. He is good at the game. All right. Yeah. So, um, number eight, I hate this guy, but God darn it, I love his talent around him. Dak Prescott. Number eight's Dak for me as well. What more could you give a quarterback? Not much. Uh, Gronk. Uh, okay. A, t- a tight end. Okay. The, the, an elite tight end. I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, I, that seriously, at this point, it. You've got arguably the best rookie wide receiver, arguably the best, what, year three wide receiver? Yeah. And then a really high-end, although inconsistent, wide receiver in Cooper. So you got C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper. You know, Blake Jarwin's not a joke. He's good. He's not great, but he's good. And then you add Zeke, which is probably the best between the hashes running back in the league. I'm I'm probably being an asshole, putting Dak at eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, I, I but probably am. He's probably like four. Probably he should be, but you know this this is uh, this is us giving in a little bit. We we we've never been we've big never, Dak fans. Never been Dak fans. Never been Anybody big Dak fans. Dak. So we're we're giving. This is where we start to give credit where it's due, but we're not going all the way yet. We're, I still think we're on a lot second touch- base. We're cupping Dak from underneath, but we're oh, not yeah. going all oh, the yeah. way. I'm not doing this. This I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. We're no. just just a squeeze on Dak. We're not going all the way. We're just. I still think just give him a squeeze. The touchdowns. I think Zeke gets a crazy amount of touchdowns this year. Probably will. You know that that guy gets tackled at the three. Zeke yeah. scores. Like Zeke's going to have a, a, an embarrassing amount of. 60 yard four touchdown games. Hopefully. You know, crazy shit like that. Who's your who's your eight? Uh Thomas Brady, not to be confused with Tom Brady. Totally okay. different guy. Thomas, uh, yes. Ta- Thomas Brady refuses um, to go by the name Tom. Yeah, because he, he would want to be that guy. Like, chastised like that. Right, yeah. Right, he, right. I, he he wants to build his fame on his own path. He doesn't want to be, you know, okay. the Tom Brady wannabe. He's Thomas Brady, man. He's he's his own guy, you know? Okay. I like it. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Who you got for seven? Seven, uh, it's Matt Ryan. God, we are so we're just on the same page. Hey, just, just so we're clear, Matt Ryan. Anybody who's listening, watching, we've not talked about these at all. As a matter of fact, we had we made them up like ten minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, not as much as PJ did. Yeah, but, I mean, P- PJ's making up names. You know, Mister uh, Sweetwater, <laughs> Terrence Sweetwater. I mean, to you, sir, tell me what went down in that in, in Matt Ryan, in Matt Ryan's world. Uh, Tell me the negative. You, the, the negative? The negative. I mean, Austin Hooper's gone. Okay. But Hayden Hurst might be a formidable replacement. We were never big Austin Hooper guys. I I, 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 fully, I led the anyone but Hooper campaign. I fully expect Hayden Hurst, if healthy, to come close to Austin Hooper numbers in Atlanta. It should be similar. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't necessarily expect the uh, the overall yardage. But I also don't expect the the ridiculous stuff. Like Hooper had a stupid stretch just to make me look like a dick. I'm, now what's I'm the po- what's the positive? There's a lot. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Now granted, you know you got some health. You got some health back on defense. Gurley's a good receiving back. back. It's it's a big upgrade from Devontae Freeman. Uh, it may yeah, not absolutely. be number. Devontae Freeman's still a damn free agent. Yeah, Todd Gurley may not be a top five fantasy running back, but he has the potential to be. And he's way better than Devonta Freeman. Calvin Ridley, year three. We're talking about Russell Gage. And just so we're clear, we we've got Solid. him. We have Ryan at seven. His last year finish was nine. Nine with the shell of Devonta Freeman. I've got I've, I've got him at seven in this league, but no, oh, I have him. I have him at points per game. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I mean, there. Matt Ryan has been a. a an astronomical amount of weeks of his career, a top five quarterback, and as you love Calvin Ridley, I I, love, I probably like him more. Yeah, 
Well, Julio Jones like has done nothing but what fourteen hundred fifty yard seasons. Yeah, he's just it's just what he does. He's just that good. I mean, has he ever played with a running back as good as Todd Gurley? Probably not. I mean, Devontae Freeman in his prime was pretty darn good for a season, but I mean, above it's average, Todd Gurley's still a much better all around football. Athletic Todd Gurley's better than Devontae Freeman currently. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and I agree with you one hundred percent. I don't think Hayden Hurst is. We have to remember, guys, Hayden Hurst is a first-round draft pick. Austin Hooper is not, like, that entirely impressive. Like He got the damn targets. He benefited from Julio and Ridley and Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. And, yes. And I'm not trying to hate on Hooper. It's very possible that he's a very good tight end, but it's very possible Hayden Hurst is, too. You, you know, the, the Baltimore thing just didn't work out. Hayden Hurst, injury-prone. And honestly, uh, Mark, Mark Andrews, Mark is, Andrews great. is just better. You like, know, you, Mark Andrews on Atlanta hey, is, I, is like, give, give him to me now. I caught 10 sorts of hell over Mark Andrews. And I called it from the day they got drafted. I'm like, Mark Andrews is better than him. So Mark Andrews is probably best best uh, tight end in this whole draft. I think we all kind of lean that way, too. Yeah. You were leading oh, leading I, the, the I, charge I, on I, it. I'm but like I mean, pounding the table over. And you're like, well, Hurt, Hayden Hurst. And I'm like... All no, of I us. don't think Hurst is horrible. I think Andrews is going to be a stud. Well, we were all scratching our head at them yeah, well, using Hurst a first-round like pick on him. 26, 27 years old. And, and that don't even matter. He just wasn't – it just didn't yeah. – I don't think any other team was drafting him in the first round. Oh, no. Absolutely just, not. You're absolutely right. Just there. a mess. But, I mean, Hurst, I don't think, in my opinion, is – if he's a downgrade from Hooper, it's – he's still 90% of Hooper. I agree. At least. He can be. Yes. He can but, but be. Austin Hooper sometimes is only 50% of Austin Hooper. <laughs> yeah. Can we agree on that? Happens a lot, yeah. I mean, if we eliminate the first half of last year, Austin Hooper is the best and worst tight end in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's there. he had more seasons outside the top 20 than he had inside the top 10. And it was freaking horrible that's the reason i pounded my table all last offseason i'll take any any tight end other than austin hooper mm -hmm. and i i got exposed for like eight weeks then he got hurt and he was he was austin hooper again all right so who you got page number seven i have oliver uh, close off. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say twist. <laughs> it's uh, Oliver. Close off. Um, she I mean, what, fun. I mean what, he sounds fun. What more do yeah. I need to say? Like it's it's just all on the name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oliver. Close off. I'm gonna take a small break and smoke a cigarette if that's okay. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you, know, you, you do this, you. I took a small break and, and got my kid to sleep. You do whatever you need to do. Yes. Yeah, so maybe when I come back, just let me know what round you're Absolutely. on, and I'll try and have a name ready Absolutely. or something. Absolutely. Oh, just make shit up. It's okay. Absolutely. As though you're not doing the same thing right now. Right. Arms. You're good. So, oh, who we got at six arms? It's Josh Allen for me. Yeah, here we this, go. This here we is go. Where He's getting some love whenever now. you were saying he, you had him what nine, ten, uh, something think, like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think you had him at, at ten. Man, Josh Allen for me. I, j here's the thing. All right, John Brown is a number two receiver in the NFL. If you don't agree, you just don't watch football. All right, the, that deep threat guy. He's a really valuable asset to your team. Okay, he really is. John Brown's a little more than that deep threat guy, but Stephon Diggs is a complete receiver. He's not great. He's really good, and he's very highly above average. But I think the combination of two, it, it just it props up his uh, his his yardage and his touchdowns in the passing game. And I still think Allen still does what he does on the ground. I think uh, Josh Allen's going to. You know, still be a very productive uh, a weapon, you know, as far as with his legs. I mean, I, I don't have his uh, yardage as far as rushing in front of me. Um, I, I know he's, let's say, hold on, 5'10", nine touchdowns on the ground, probably a little steep, but I think he makes up the difference in the air. So, okay. and, and I think it makes up the difference in passing in the air as well. So, Okay. I, uh, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and it is a little bit reluctantly with Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, he's, he's still one of the better quarterbacks playing the game. And I do still expect a breakout at wide receiver opposite Devonte Adams. I do expect it to be Marquez Valdez Scantling. I am in the minority on that. I know this, but Alan Lazard could also prove to be pretty solid. Devin Funches. You never know. I, I like Rodgers still. I'm not. Overly thrilled to grab him in dynasty leagues, but I think I don't think six 
is asking too much for him to be six overall quarterback. There's there's a lot of guys aging. Brady's aging. Breeze is aging. Just I know Aaron Rodgers is aging too, but he's still got a few years of top ten production. Oh, Am I like him at six? I I mean I can't argue with it because I have him at five. You know I have well, okay. I I have him at five. I mean it was it, your turn anyways, so that works out. Yeah, I mean I what am I going to bitch about Aaron Rodgers when I have him a, a spot higher? I I want to know who you have in your top five that I don't. This is pretty exciting. But, so for me, I understand they didn't really address anything but running back. Right. All right. I do believe in MVS. I. Uh, He's he's shown flashes. I'm a, I'm a big James Washington guy. I'm probably hey! I'm probably wrong with James Washington, Washington. but MVS and James Washington kind of in that same mold. Like I just feel like they yeah, give, a lot give of them the opportunity. There. Give them the opportunity. They're going to show. Uh, they're going to do what they need to do. Um, you you add a running back, and like a lot of people don't love Dylan. Dylan, I do. I like Dylan. I mean, did we see a lot out of the backfield? You know, as far as catching the ball with him last year, no. No, but James White had what like six his career high was six receptions at Wisconsin. Things change when you like, go to the next level. Pr- give him a chance, prove it. You know, right. a, a few. You know, you got some good running backs. All of a sudden, the, yeah. with, with the ball in their hand, they flatten a safety and it's a touchdown. Yep. Like it doesn't have to be a rush in for a, a running back to score. I don't think that Aaron Jones scores with the ridiculous amount of efficiency that he did, he did last year. I mean, he had a, what a two touchdown, a three touchdown game. Yeah. I mean, Jones Jones was the kind of guy who literally just won you weeks on uh on both DFS and regular fantasy, but won you weeks with like total dog shit, like you know just just random, but. You know, three touchdowns. Well, I guess he – I'm lying to you. He had 107 and four, but he had 19 and two. You know, 19 yards, two touchdowns, 107 and four. You don't want to hate the 107 and four. 93 and three, 51 and two, 154 and two. I just feel like some of the air yardage for some of these games um, will go to an A.J. Dillon uh, or, you know, just a – when I say air yardage, it might be a shovel pass. We're not talking about anything special. A three-yard, you know, Aaron Rodgers in the shotgun. You ready for my five ramblers? But I I just think the combination of these two guys, uh, it helps Rodgers. The longest damn explanation I've ever heard about Aaron Rodgers. I still can't get over his damn 49-point game. And it's 40 time. Anyways, number five for me is Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't love Deshaun Watson, but he's proven – he has proven that he's a top five quarterback. You have Drew, you have fucking Tom Brady in your top five, don't you? Let's keep going. Deshaun Watson is my five, and I know by looking at your list, I know what's going on. I have him at four. Four is Deshaun Watson. Who who did you have at five, PJ? Oh, I had Aaron Legs. Okay. Okay. I like I like where your head's at. E R I N L A I G S. Yeah. Aaron okay. Legs. Yep. So, uh, tell me a little bit about Rodgers. Give me your justification. About Rodgers? Rogers, excuse me, Watson. I was looking wrong. Well, Deshaun me. Watson is literally just a young, top-flight quarterback. This guy produces with basically just DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I, I'm starting to come around to the idea that Brandon Cooks, possibly a healthy Will Fuller, and possibly a healthy Kiki Kuti could possibly make him more dangerous. You give this guy more weapons that no one can pinpoint. We can make easily make the argument David Johnson. David Johnson's a big big Is, part of this too. He could be trash, right? He could be dog shit. He could be. He could also be 15 touchdown David Johnson. Well, he can also be 70 reception David Johnson. Carlos Hyde is not David Johnson. Absolutely not. Now, running-wise, they're on about the same level. I'll take Hyde by a hair, but receiving-wise, it's not close. It's not close. And and I just think a more evened-out cast in Houston could be just what the doctor ordered to keep Deshaun Watson putting up top five seasons. Okay. I mean, he finished last season in the top five as far as points per game. Um, I, one thing I will say in support of your argument and, and my argument as well for at four, I think his uh, yardage rushing goes up. He had 413 yards Highly rushing possible. last year, uh, seven touchdowns on the ground. You know, I could I don't I'm not sure he's going to get more than seven touchdowns, but I think he can get. What are you laughing about? No, keep going. 
What, am I in the wrong season? No, 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 no. No, you're just, you're eager for my number four, and I'm no, eager to give it to you. No, I was just saying, I think he could, you know, eclipse 600 yards on the ground. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah. adding that, it could be the difference to bump him up to four. Absolutely could. 100%. You want my four? Sure. Is All it Lamar Jackson? Number four. Today, Junior. Kyler fucking Murray! Suck on that arms, you son of a bitch. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Say it with me. I love Kyler Murray. I love Kyler Murray. Arms hates when I give Kyler Murray love. And listen, you add DeAndre Hopkins. You got another year. I know they didn't do anything. You got another year of Hakeem Butler and Isabella. You got another it, year of Christian hold Kirk. On. This is a young. Uh, uh, ah, I'll just, I'll just no, 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 no. You no. can't make another year of Hakeem Butler. I don't think he played a game last year. Anyway. I know, but you possibly get him back. You get a, a a more seasoned Isabella. You get Christian Kirk with another year under his belt. You get uh, who? Uh, who's Keyshawn Johnson? Larry Fitzgerald. You got <laughs> every year you add with Larry Fitzgerald. You got Kenyon is Drake. A downturn. You just have, so we're clear. You have that Kenyon is a negative. Drake. Listen, this team is going to ball out fantasy stat wise. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray has potential to be number one overall. Oh my God. Kyler Murray has the potential to be the number one fantasy quarterback in 2020. Will it happen? Probably not, but I guarantee a top four finish for Kyler Murray. I guarantee it. Take to the Bark Bank. I Bark love Bank is wrong Kyler Murray. So, look, PJ agrees. See Kelly Chip. No. Okay. Chip Kelly. Arizona's already done more than Chip Kelly ever did in Philadelphia. Well, that you're wrong. Okay. I'm not. Because a what? What 2500 yard quarterback is not really that impressive. Anyways, Chip who, Kelly who threw for 2500 yards. What what did Murray throw for? Not 2500 it wasn't, it wasn't, yards. It wasn't great by any stretch. Anyways, these high-flying 37-22 is solid as a rookie. These super amazing college production numbers typically don't translate to the NFL. Even the great Nick Saban, who we can easily say is in the top three greatest quarter or greatest coaches of all time in NCAA history. Am I wrong? Yes. No. I'm not even no, listening you, to you at this point. You know, I'm doing some numbers. It, it doesn't matter what you do in college. They can figure it out in the NFL. That's why they have. That's why it's the professionals. So Patty Mahomes is going to be figured out this year. Patty Mahomes isn't the issue, All right? Andy Reid is a professional NFL coach. He, As a he rookie, makes, he makes the adjustments. It, listen, Kyler Murray to me is not the problem listen, right now. Listen to what the Cardinals Kyler are Murray, saying about Kyler Cliff Murray, Kingsbury. Kingsbury's the problem for me. Whatever. Listen to what the players are saying about Cliff Kingsbury in the off in the offseason. Uh, what did the players say about fucking Freddie Kitchens last year? Ah, uh, there wasn't that many of them saying it. Listen, Kyler Murray as a rookie, as a freaking rookie man, twenty four total touchdowns. Wow, it's really good for a running back. And four thousand two hundred sixty six total yards as a rookie. Come on, man. You just hate on Kyler Murray's size. I I do. Some of the freaking throws he made last year as a rookie. And you add DeAndre Hopkins and you you give now, another now, year to all these other young receivers and you bring Larry Fitzgerald here, here, back. Larry it's Fitzgerald ludicrous to it, think a, he's not going to be top five. It's a detriment to Larry Fitzgerald to come back. Larry Fitzgerald, from age talent standpoint, which should be the number five on this team. Can we can we agree on that? The point I'm trying to make with Larry Fitzgerald is all these young receivers have him tutoring, just tutoring them in the wide receiver and hope, game. Hopefully it works. It will work. It 1,000% will has, work. He has his moments to where he does. It will work. His camp does well for people and other people are like, well, shit, he spent the whole summer with Larry Fitzgerald and he did nothing. So. It, no doubt about it. Here's what I'm going to say. I would, ha I would have him on my top 12. Okay, that's fair. At least you give him uh, and, that. And, and all jokes aside, I really, really... He was top 10 as a rookie. I really debated him in my top eight. Top 10 as a rookie. But I I, I like 
the addition of M Manny Sanders for Breeze. And I really do think that Kirk Cousins takes kind of gets back to old form. See, that's the one I disagree with the most on yours. Just I, losing a, digs. Jefferson's going to have to be really damn good for Cousins to get back in that conversation. I understand. But no, serious start tag. I, I had strong consideration for Murray in my top eight even. I think we can blow through the, the final three. Am I right? I, I mean, mean, there's really not much explanation needed. All right. You go first. This time. Three is Russell Wilson. I got Lamar Jackson. I got Lamar at two. We're, we're talking, for me, sustainability with rushing. That's what pushes him down to three. I don't think he can do that again. But he's still going to do enough to be three. I just see he misses a game. Missed a game. And still paced everybody by 60 points in fantasy. Missed a game. Oh, you're saying with Wilson? Lamar Jackson. I got you. I understand. Yeah. Now, it's a coin flip. I, I was just saying, to that me, was my a, argument to, to me, your sustainability thing. Like, if he seeds 50 points, he still was number one quarterback I, last year. I'm Whenever I say, I, I'm not worried about missing games. I'm worried about attempts per game and yards per game. It, rushing. I get that. I think he's similar passing. I'm just he, saying, he, might even he could improve. lose 50 a game and still be okay. top two. And and I, I I do think his passing improves, but I think they're they're going to try to scale him back a little bit. In, they should in, in the rushing game. They should it, absolutely. The, every fantasy team, players don't want to hear that, but they should. Yes. Next, PJ, you got anybody at the two spot? Uh, Tim McGraw before he was a country singer. Okay. All right. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Solid. You know what? He was really good over and over again. I keep on over and over again. It was yeah, a close tie with six nine before he went to prison. I can't take it. I can't shake it. No, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. It's all in PJ's head. That's Anyways, true. So my my two's Wilson. Yeah, interchangeable. <laughs> Fairly interchangeable. I'm not, oh yeah. Uh, here here's the argument: is Lamar Jackson did it once. Russell Wilson's done it what six times. Yeah, there's me for Wilson over Jackson. It is what it is. Can I go with my number one? I've never heard of this guy. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Aaron Rodgers. What? what? <laughs> Fitzmagic, baby. Shut up. Get out of here. No, it's Mahomes. I mean, it's just you know we you can you can watch Mahomes finish outside the top five. You know it doesn't matter. Mahomes is Mahomes. To to count him out is just silly. You, you're an idiot. It's just silly. I mean, it is what it is. If there's a if there there is one first round quarterback for the next five years, it's Mahomes. Now, I will also preface this: you're an idiot if you are taking a quarterback. Quit insulting in the first our round. listeners. Do not take a quarterback in the first round. There is a there is sixteen teamers. You uh, you I, can take I, Patty Mahomes also, in the last three to four. Also, picks. I'm not, I don't play Superflex, so I'm I'm sorry for saying that out loud. I'm not a super super flex guy in a stand, save. in a Good standard save. format. I'm not taking a quarterback in the first round unless I'm in the top three pick or PJ, last, you, the last three picks. You play super flex, dude. I'm super flexing right now. What are you talking about? Okay, yeah. cool, absolutely, cool, 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 cool. So cool, cool, cool. Mahomes, just Jesus Christ, he just watch watch his tape, look at his body work. I mean, look at his system. There's look no his coach. Needed. I mean. If you have to argue. Are you, are you against him? Oh no, wait, there's no argument against him. Well, Lamar Jackson runs a lot. Uh, okay, I'll still, I'll, still, I'll still take Patrick Mahomes' five thousand yards. Patty's got the devil's curly hair. hair. So does Patrick. Oh, so, so does Lamar Jackson. Wow. I don't know. I mean, he's like both these guys, phenomenal human beings. All three of them. Like they're great dudes. Like you can't even not pick them in the top three for any moral justification. You're like, I don't pick Tyreek Hill because he's not a good dude. Joe Mixon because he, you know, punched a chick in the face on video. You can't even make that argument about, about these three guys. They're just to great, be fair, great dudes. She said Patty Mahomes sucks. Fuck that bitch. I'd punch I mean, her in the face too. I would too. Now no that, respect. Like, that, have some decency, dude. Well, first off, don't lie to people. She said Tim, yeah. <laughs> she said Tim McGraw never, never played a good game. Yeah, but I mean, like, what did she feel about Thomas Brady? Or Mr. Sweetwater. Terrence. <laughs> Terrence, Terrence Sweetwater. Sweetwater. <laughs> Cry me. Oh, shit. Well, that was fun. That was a 
jacked up episode. LeBron James was my number one. Thanks for asking. Hey, ser- serious question. We're gonna stop right here. Um, don't don't actually stop. What are you doing? I didn't. I might touch my computer, not T- the mouse. Today. Random, the ran, random thought. If Andrew Luck down. was on the Colts. Well, he's top 10. Where'd you put him? Probably back half top 10. 7, 8. I'd probably put him at 5. I have no argument for that. All right, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 6. No I'll, I'll put him right behind Rodgers. Let's say that he's released and he is the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Won't happen, but... I know. Same, same. I put him. I put him bottom half, top ten, nine, ten. Okay. I just don't. I, I, I don't. You. I don't feel the it, weapons it's there. Conducive system. I get and it. And I don't feel the weapons there. All right. Uh, just curious because I, I just had a random one of my leagues pulled up. Still have him as a free agent quarterback in one of them, and I'm like, if you got the room. Oh, I do. I don't. I mean, he's not coming back in my opinion, but he's probably not. Some sometimes it happens. It, it does. It, but. Pure trade bait. Anyhow, do we have any plugs or anything? No. The wow. Only, the only plug wow. I got like is uh, listen again. Come back. Well, there, Come was, back a, there was a plug. We had an RV sale thing earlier. That's true. Well, I don't know if that was recorded. Move on down to Chris House RVs. I think that was just on the live stream. Hold on. I think it hold was. On, hold on. Like nope, a, nope, nope, nope. We can do this on the live stream. Thanks for listening, folks. This episode's long. In Thanks, the tooth. guys. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.